everybody. Welcome back to Player to Player here, the weekly talk show at Nuri Northerners, where we discuss the gaming news that you don't want to miss out on. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Danny and Wes. How are you guys? Hey, buddy. How's it going, everyone? How's everybody doing tonight? So, as I mentioned kind of before here, there's a, we're a little bit of a, a light week. There weren't too many amazing news topics or anything that came out in the gaming verse, but... We will uh, we will get to what we do have, but uh, yeah, just, how have you guys been? How was your weekend? You guys up to anything, Danny? So far, it was pretty good, man. I basically, didn't uh, well, work Saturday, but streamed pretty much on uh, on Sunday. Did a almost three hour stream on Twitch. That was pretty fun. Nice. Bravely default too. Got my ass handed to me a couple of times, but. The point is, enjoy your game. That's you know, it. Kicks your ass. That's how, it. How are you enjoying that one so far? Mm -hmm. I I absolutely love that game. I I there's so much fun. The story is great. Uh, it's just you really need to level up your characters before you go and you know you, you try to advance a little too quickly, especially if you're me. Sure. So you get to you get hammered pretty hard. Mm -hmm. But it's it's such a great game. Yeah, like as JRPG as you can get with that. Oh yeah, definitely. It's definitely very strong JRPG. I caught a little bit of you playing it the other day, Danny. It definitely looked interesting. Oh, it's good, man. It, it definitely is good. A lot of people, uh, I've I've actually gotten three, no, make that four people interested in buying the game, so they're playing it right now. Mm -hmm. I have a very good, uh, very good way of spreading the uh, the thing. Hey, go and buy this game. You need to play it. Yeah. How about you, Bess? How was your weekend? Oh, it was good. Um... Did uh, a little bit of streaming myself, mostly some like behind the scenes technical stuff on it uh, mm -hmm. on my stream since I just started up mine again uh, recently. So kind of setting up things to make sure that everything's going to run OK and sound OK. Um, but uh, did get down to playing a little bit of Ori and uh, the Will of the Wisps. Mm -hmm. um, that was very cool. Uh, I really enjoyed the first one. Um, this one is good, but there's some things in there that I'm not sure were needed or or you know, have been added and maybe not fully fleshed out in a, mm -hmm. in a way that's really serving the game in a good uh, a good way. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. But uh, so far, the stuff that I came to it for is still there. It's just the stuff that's been added, I'm not sure, is really doing it for me right now. Yeah, I always find that some games, they are better just off not being touched in ways, you know? Just don't fix what isn't broke. I understand having to try and flare it up to, you know add something but sometimes it's just leave it alone you know yeah. and and like this is like it, like it's a gorgeous game the, the the first one was was absolutely beautiful as well um and just like really tight controls really solid design and gameplay like just really tight little metroidvania kind of game mm -hmm. uh but now this one has side quests and it's got um it's pulled in some stuff from hollow knight uh with uh like um kind of equipable upgrades that you can do so you, you'll get sort of a, an inventory of various uh enhancements that 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 to your gameplay and then you can only equip uh right now i can equip four of them and then mm -hmm. you can upgrade those and and so there's currency and shops and that sort of thing there's a uh like a hub not really a hub world but like the the, the hub is sort of built into the the, the world mm -hmm. um and i'm upgrading that with uh with resources okay uh not really sure where that's going um but you know like anytime you have um side quests and that sort of thing it's like it's a fine balance between doing like 
uh, stuff that's that's meaningful to the world and and without being necessary to the completion of the game. Uh, so yeah, some of the side quests I've done so far, I've just kind of been like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I I brought you your compass. Hooray. Almost yeah. just unnecessary side quests thrown in to take up time. Yeah, or I just get like some currency that'll just ultimately be used to to upgrade those enhancements that I'm equipping and that kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of looping back in a little bit that way, but you know, they can't make that stuff too powerful either because what if I don't find some of it? So, absolutely. Well, glad you guys got some good gaming in this weekend. Seems you've both been enjoying the games you're playing. Speaking of games, you guys ready to dive in for the news tonight? Let's do it. Mm -hmm. So. First up, we're going to have a pretty big one, though it's not surprising given what they've been doing recently. Epic Games has acquired the Fall Guys developer Mediatonic. Now, I mean, I'm kind of in a mixed state on this, where with Rocket League, it was kind of the same thing. I had bought both, and now they're free to play. Or they're, I mean, if the same formula is going to happen with Fall Guys uh, that Epic Games has done to Rocket League... And the same thing that they did to Fortnite, uh, then I'm I'm like you know I I wish I kind of had that twenty bucks back. I wish I had wish I had known, but it's hard it's hard to speculate. Obviously, something like this and the success of Fall Guys is what resulted in Epic wanting to come out and pick them up. Uh, so alongside this reveal that the Fall Guys team came out with saying that they've been purchased by Epic, uh, their team has already grown from thirty five members to one hundred and fifty members and they're promising that your gameplay is not going to be affected at all and that this is going to bring a ton of features already seen in Fortnite and Rocket League other games owned by Epic so that right there already is leaning me towards what you're going to be seeing is likely some sort of a uh, monthly pass you're going to be picking up Rocket Pass the Fortnite pass you're going to be getting this pass and it's just how it is you're going to I, is this the new way of gaming? Wes, I, I got to go to you first on this, being being in the field. and Is this a new way to make games? I mean, it, it's really is kind of only being done by one publisher. They're going and picking up all these games, putting them as free-to-play on their store, and then giving out more free games on top of that on their store. I don't understand this. <laughs> I, I mean, is this the new way of doing stuff? I don't know. It certainly seems to be what Epic's MO is now. Um, you know, they, they, they did it with Rocket League. Um, certainly Fortnite has, has supported them in kind of going down this path. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it, it's not exactly a, a, a well-hidden secret that, that Fall Guys is just kind of a perfect marketing, like, DLC sort of sort of venture where you know you've got these little beans that you're going to dress up in clothes so yeah I, I might as well dress them up as marvel characters and disney characters mm -hmm. and you know whatever other licenses that that epic can kind of get on board with um and then sell that stuff off you know that's it, it's it's a very similar fit to what they're doing with with fortnite and, and rocket league um so it, it, while on on the one hand I wasn't you know it was a little surprising to see it just you know to to, to see the news come through, um, but yeah I sort of had the same similar thought to that that you did where it's like hey we've been down this road before with other games that were on Steam and now you know yeah you can still play those games but they're not putting out new stuff for them anymore because hey we want you to buy it over here mm -hmm. and um, not even buy it it's probably going to be free to play. I, I mean, hopefully. Uh, I, I would hope so. Um, 
that that at least in that situation that okay yeah you you spent the money on the the steam one but you don't have to buy it again mm -hmm. you know that's at least better um but i mean who knows that they could just continue to charge for it too i hope not they i hope not i think it's gonna be the same as rocket league given what happened there it's to me, it's going to be a copy paste, is what I see. Sure. And you're you you're smack dab right on there with the whole outfits. And you saw earlier when uh, Fall Guys was extremely popular, they had that big contest to go and and get your character. You had Ninja and Mr. Beast and all these others. Just imagine how Epic is going to milk that now. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. and I mean, so. Then I'm going to ask you this first. Uh, obviously, I want to hear your thoughts on it as well. But do you think that there is now another game out there that we should be keeping an eye on as for whether or not it could be the next Rocket League, the next uh, Fall Guys that just gets picked up by Epic? To be honest, no, nothing really, nothing, at least for me right now, is coming up to mind. Uh, but it's it's a, definitely 100% possible. Like, those games... Um, you know, they came out of nowhere. I I didn't really think that Fall Guys was was gonna get uh, was gonna get up there, and it did. Uh, I didn't think the same thing about Fortnite when it first came out. I thought it was just gonna be a phase and it was gonna be over. Uh, Rocket League, I I bought Rocket League, uh, and I, I loved the game. Um, and you know, I sold my copy, which is one of those things. Was like, I I do want to go and get it back. Uh, but like you guys are saying, there's it's now it's free to play. They're not gonna be making uh stuff for that one at least that's from what I, my understanding from mm -hmm. what west was just saying um it, it's a shame because like so the people who who actually own the copy of the game they can't get anything for that game that they have they have to download the free-to-play one so you have two copies of the game now which is kind of weird yes uh do i have two copies of the games are we asking danny no, like, okay, say if, you know, if I went and got my copy of uh, of it on, like, physically, right, and I have it for my system, uh, and, you know, the, the new content is not coming for that one, you you have to have the free-to-play version? No. That... Okay. No, so the way it works is if you've bought the copy, and this is, I think, how it's going to work for Steam, too, is okay. if you've bought the copy, you own the game. And now, like, here's the only thing, like, they they were very coy about like yeah. they chose their words carefully regarding the future of content for Rocket League on Steam. Yeah, and they they didn't say hey no we're not, but they also really didn't commit to doing it either. Yeah, um, and and then on top of that, like any content you bought on Steam, you don't get that in the Epic version. Mm -mm. Like, you can buy it again. Mm -hmm but you don't get it in that version of the game. That's, that sucks. Like, you just, you wasted the money, and it's like you have to rebuy it again. Like, like that's, I find that a little, that's a little crooked, I find. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it has to do something with the accounts, I'm pretty sure, is how they're locking that up. Basically, if you buy it over on another system, it's under a different account. You have to, because I had to do that, where I had Rocket League, and then when I went to... I actually had to double check that because it might emerge the accounts, but I'm pretty sure that I don't have what my old account had. But I have I mean, to double check that. But it, I, I mean, I, I can't say like 100% certainty because I don't know what the what that game looks like behind the yeah. scenes. But 
I, I mean, it's not impossible to do that sort of thing. No. You know, that, that, that you, you have a, a Rocket League account, you need that for crossplay, right? Mm -hmm. So that could in some way know what DLC, what content you have on that account. Um, it, it might not, like given their current, you know, structure of everything, it might not, but it certainly could as well. Like it, yeah. it, it's, it, it's not an impossibility. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't want to go and damage it like that on another platform and put like bad taste. So I'm assuming that wherever you bought Fall Guys, wherever you bought Rocket League, you know, it it, uh, it will in the end get your stuff back or at least have have something. But yeah, some someone you know someone out there might might know better. Yeah. Than, and and if and if I'm wrong, you know, cool. That's that's awesome. Like yeah. that's the way that should be. Um, but it might not be. I, I don't remember them saying, hey, all your content's over here as well. Yeah. So, Wes, I'm going to shoot it to you real quick and we'll hop on to our next one. Do you think that there is a game out there that is in that same category of Fall Guys where Epic is potentially eyeing them for acquisition? I, I, I'm, I'm with Danny on this one. I can't think of one um, because I think it has to be that right that right mix of something that is, has kind of got that that massive appeal is going to have that that uh like seasonal like approach. factor like yeah like some something that you are coming back to play it you know so like something like valheim doesn't work for that no. because you know it's yes there's multiplayer but it's you know it's single player focused it, it doesn't have that you know recurring purchase sort of thing that rocket league and fall guys and fortnite have what about know? among us uh, could be one. Could be. I I I mean, and I this could just be that I haven't paid attention. It, it sort of seems as though some of the the you know the 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 hype for that one has fallen off a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, because I know they 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 were releasing a new map. Did that ever come out? I'm not certain. I haven't really actually played Among Us in the last couple of weeks myself. There's yeah. There's a new game out every week that's just demanding your attention. And Valheim's what <laughs> what what killed me. It's <laughs> Yeah, taking over. Yeah. Well, and and Among Us, I think, still has a, a fair amount of that. Like, like the honor system is is so heavily built into that game, where it's like, hey, you know, play this on the on the up and up. And most people kind of go in for the the fun of that, right? But, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, maybe because they they've got like the the little add on things that you can buy, like little hats and that kind of thing for your for your little characters. But, um. Yeah, I, th I think it's got to be the the right one, and nothing currently out there and kind of really popular is jumping to mind at at this point. Mm -hmm. Well, we're gonna move on from that. We're gonna be going into food, apparently, because Sony has patented a way of turning bananas, mugs, and more into various PlayStation controllers. So they've patented into technology that allow you to turn household objects and even fruit. Uh, into apples a controller that you can use, right? I mean, all these bananas and apples and oranges laying around, I have no what idea what to, no idea what to use with them. Yeah. You know, it's okay. not like I want to eat them. I, I just want to just want to play with Maybe them. If there's something something like delicious inside the banana, that, right? You know that I could eat, then I'd be more on board with this, but uh, <laughs> as far as I know, there's nothing. I've it never looked. Like a... <laughs> I was going to say this sounds very very gimmicky. This reminds me of the PlayStation Move the um what was the there was like a, a book 
that would you it would come to life. What the hell is that called? Yeah, like I. Oh, I can't remember. But it was Necronomicon. Yeah, and no, it was like a magical, like it was. It looked like a Harry Potter type of game that basically you would use the the PlayStation Eye and it would bring stuff alive. I do oh. not remember what the hell that was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you remember it? that game and nobody played That's... that game. Wonder Book trying to sell it. There was it was, it was at like two e threes. Was it Wonder Book or something? Something like that. Wonder Book. Wonder Book was yeah. That I'm pretty sure it's called Wonder Book. Wonder, what a dumb name. Well, that's what I mean. It's like such a gimmicky scheme. Like, what? Ah, oh, man, I don't know. First, you know, the funny thing is, first, Sony gets rid of, um, I, I don't know if a lot of people have saw it, but basically, they're pulling all the stuff out from the uh, the video side of the PlayStation, of the PSN. So you won't be able to rent movies or TV shows or buy them anymore. That's being taken completely off. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're going to be focusing on games, and now they're going to be focusing on the fruit you have around your house. Now that's that's how you sell it, baby. I just don't understand this because they've got a picture of a banana with two buttons drawn on, and basically they're saying that anything that is non-luminous and passive, I guess it can't be aggressive. <laughs> but if it's passive, uh, the patents. Uh, it, yeah, a, 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 the patent says that a user can basically hold the object in front of a camera, which would interpret the object to impose the inputs on it and make it usable in game. So it would basically map out whatever you're showing in front of the camera, put on buttons that when you press it on that location on this item, that the game's going to read it. I Can it only do two buttons? <laughs> no. Like, how do you? How do I see where the buttons are? Like, if it's just left and right, then okay. I, I like I, my mind can uh, sort of figure out how you do that. But if it's like, I've got, you know, like it, a fight stick sort of thing. I've got like a, a stick here, or like a hitbox, right? Like, mm -hmm. I've got four buttons over here, and then eight buttons over here. So, I guess I'm. I guess I'm wondering how many how many buttons can I fit on my banana? I, I'm not I'm not sure, but from what it's looking like here, you may or may not be able to wear a headset or something. So you're going to put on a headset, a a uh, okay. or something, a a uh, like a PlayStation VR. Okay. A head-mounted device. Right. An image is overlaid on top of a transparent display through which the user oh. looks. Oh, okay. So it's an it's an AR thing. So, you know, it could even be like a pair of glasses. You just flip down the glasses. Yeah. You look down. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. Okay, it's augmented reality. Okay. Yeah, yeah it would okay. have to be something like that. Other implementations yeah. right. of this have shown off using two oranges, uh, like a steering wheel, and uh, that that was odd. Everything about what you said and did right there was. <sighs> I, I was like, I don't know what kind of game you're playing here. Like. Uh, I, I'm trying to steer with two oranges. Like, I, what else do you? Like, what do you? Like, I don't know how you. I don't know how you steer with two oranges. <laughs> Thank God oh, we're an 18A channel because this works. Yeah. I, I don't know what else you do with two oranges. Like, I, how would you steer with two oranges? I, I, I don't. I don't get this it. Is too much. I mean, I just, I just, just rotate the oranges. Yeah, that's, that's <sighs> all nice. I am. Oh nice man! Side, playing but... flight simulator here. One's my yaw and one's my my tilt. Why do I feel like we've had maybe a bit too much time on our hands? Yeah, I need a drink after that one. Four. <laughs> Four. 
I mean, Dive Kick only uses two buttons. I'll play that on a banana. <laughs> like, just dumber ways I can play that oh, game. Unreal. I, I can't believe it. Hopefully I'll be able to use, like, a watermelon. <laughs> I know. Just, just take it with me everywhere. I got a good good chat comment here I'll read out. Uh, Brian Bottle says, I know what kind of game you could be playing with two oranges, but you're limiting yourself to an 18-plus audience. Thankfully, <laughs> we already are limiting ourselves to an 18-plus right. audience. We already limited. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, that's something. We'll, we'll move on, but I hope you guys enjoyed that chat on the controller food because that's just, I mean, I guess that's what we've been dying for. To, yeah. Yeah. I just, Such a weird like sometimes like you just you don't know what you want until you see a patent for it yeah i mean it's one of those things that can we have a redemption for play with a banana when it comes out this journey made gaming i, <laughs> yeah, I think absolutely. that's i think that's what we're going to do we will have a yeah. redemption that it'll be i don't see how we how we don't have that play with a banana <laughs> or a pair of oranges your choice oh man so such a crazy <laughs> crazy <laughs> Oh man, let's move on from that before we get ourselves in real trouble. Uh, change to a different site here. Yeah, <laughs> right. We uh, let's move on to some success stories because this game has just repeatedly just broken the barrier. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't know what even to do because Valheim, the success continues. It has now passed five million copies sold. And it has been played already for a combined 15,000 years, you animals. Mm-hmm. 15,000 years. Than the Vikings were around for. All right. Like, they, 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 had a, they had like a 400-year reign where they were around. Yeah, like and, that. I mean, we've shown the Vikings how to last. That's for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, Wes, I'm going to obviously go to you first on this. Uh, tomorrow night, you guys are going to be having a special night. And last week, played Valheim on the Game On series. I mean, we keep talking about how successful this game is, and the game hasn't even reached its full potential. Like, that's no. scary to me. This is even like this is the basic early access release. They've done a couple, couple balancing some stuff behind the scenes, um, improvements for for uh, people connecting to to servers and that kind of thing. But but yeah, like they they haven't done a a, a content drop yet beyond the the initial release so um yeah i mean right now it's it's it, it's unbelievable I, I i can't imagine like what this ride has been like for for the five people that are working on this game exactly like i just it, got unbelievable i just got done sharing that media tonic jumped their team from 35 to 150 i i'm almost do they have six now right like yeah have how many how many do they have now and what does that mean for us if five people made valheim what could 30 people do for that team uh well yeah i don't know how monkeys does not necessarily like does not necessarily equate to better true yeah would it not speed up production on things though not necessarily no no um you know because there's only so many tasks you can only divide it down so far before you know, you you start to have overlap. Mm-hmm. You ever heard the quote, "Too many cooks in the kitchen"? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I. Yep. So it's the same thing, and you know, they they probably have like a decent workflow to them that you know, <laughs> just hiring up you know, 
50, 60, 100 people isn't isn't really going to do anything for them other than give them a higher payroll. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to bringing that end result. But, man, like, yeah. what is it about this game that that is doing this? I mean, I know you and I enjoy it, and I know we're, we're having fun, but it just... It, it's almost a perfect formula in a lot of ways. They've just kind of like, and and it's not like a u- unique game. Like, hmm. there's other games like this. Um, it's just it's nailed that. It, it's nailed sort of like the the base design of the the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also added in just like these these little extra touches. You know, like I hadn't seen Odin in the game until recently. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it was, uh, I think over the weekend that I saw him for the first time. Okay. Um, it's pretty cool. eh? And it's a very cool moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Thor yet, uh, outside of like video. Um, Oh, there's Thor too. Yeah. Okay. So when there's thunderstorms, it, if it's like a, a real heavy thunderstorm, you can look up into the sky at some points and you'll see an object flying through the sky and there's lightning bolts coming out of it mm. um, and it just kind of goes across the sky and it's that's that's thor flying around up there um you know and just like other things like sea serpents and, and all sorts of stuff that is just like you know you you hope it's going to be in there and you're like yeah oh but they, they probably didn't do this and then you come across the kraken yeah you know and it's like holy shit i think <laughs> no kidding I think one of the best parts, uh, and we had this comment come up in chats by Draven1985 saying the game is very enjoyable with friends. And I know, speaking of Draven, because I, I've spoken to him uh, you know, just aside, having chat, and he had explained to me that he hadn't actually really enjoyed the game at first by himself. And that it took playing with friends to you know, really bring it up. And now, I mean, now he's having a blast. And... I think that is a big thing too. Is that this game has it's like had this game been released as a single player game and not included a multiplayer function, I think it would have done well. Had it been released as a multiplayer game without a single player focus, I think it would have done well. But it did both. It's giving everyone the absolute ability to do what you want. I've watched several other streamers as well, um, and like they're just off solo doing their own thing. And, you know, some of them have groups, some of them are off, again, just, just doing solo. And uh, that's what this game has really allowed uh, it, both to thrive. You want to play with your friends, you can. You want to play by yourself, you can. You want to play with yourself and your friends in the same dedicated server, you can. It's like Viking Sims is Warble Queen, exactly, exactly. And Brian Balls also has a funny comment that I want to hear your, your thoughts on before I throw this to Danny. Mm. Uh, he says that, no, it's not unique. It's just spicy Minecraft. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I I w- I'm not big on Minecraft. Uh, it didn't really do anything for me. Um, and but but this game has like with with Minecraft, I thought it was like ah, eh, you know what? Like the idea of like creating my own stuff and that sort of thing doesn't really appeal to me. In, mm-hmm. in, like in a game sense, I prefer to to have a game that I'm playing through, like having that narrative that I'm following and that sort of thing. But um. But yeah, this this game had me completely rethink that stance because I absolutely love building, you know, my house and my base and you know that that sort of stuff, building outposts, mm-hmm. and that is is a lot of fun in this game. Um, <laughs> and maybe so, 
No, I'm just reading. I'm sorry, I just I just reading a comment by Brian Falls. Yeah, it totally it's wasn't great. spicy enough. It's it's, it's the lack yeah, of spice. I'm trying to think of something super bland, and my mind just went blank as though I I I don't know what I've eaten ever. It's it's like when I you know when you're doing your grocery list for the week and you're like you're like okay what do I want to have this week and you can't remember any meal you've ever enjoyed. Mm -hmm. so you don't know what to make that week i just had that moment yep yeah. <laughs> you know valheim i i had even said at the very very beginning too that i was actually turned off by the first trailer i actually saw for valheim because it didn't show off any of this building and doing any of this it was this heavy metal run up against the boss die run up against the boss die run up against the boss die and i was like you know like that just doesn't seem like a lot of fun you know i, I like my challenging games but like that just oh i'm starting over from scratch again oh yeah no and like it it, it is a minecraft game I, I play minecraft with my kids my wife we also do the frosty uh frosty isles role play on the on our uh community streams but like it is a almost copy paste of minecraft in a lot of ways and obviously minecraft's not its own original beast either but they both have a colorful artistic style to them that is just pleasing to the eye and with this game obviously again it's i find it's it's taken that minecraft formula and really cranked it up a notch like there is there's nothing better that i've seen so far in this game than me and I, me almost decimating forests where it's like i go out uh, out of my base and i know where there was a forest and i know that i have chopped that entire forest down and not even that, just like the mining, when you're going to mining copper and you're doing that thing, you're digging deep because thanks Wes for sharing that photo uh, in our yeah. Discord. Like, we went all the way realize, back. I, I didn't realize that, that so many people didn't, didn't know that, that it goes underground. Well, like, I didn't realize how big it got underground. Well, we remember but, when, when we were at Norheim, yeah, you had even said, you're like, yeah, guys, like you got to dig under. And like, I remember, dig, I remember we went up to the one and all of us were hitting it. And there was just like, uh, we, we dug down one layer and it's like, oh, there's nothing here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's one more layer down from that. And you have this huge behemoth. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've literally started to build that sort of thing. So, so for those that, that don't know, there was a, a post on Reddit that was like, hey, guys, remember that copper is not just the stuff you see above the ground it yeah. goes like down deep underneath and that uh like it veins out from from there and that kind of thing and um so I, like i've actually started to build that sort of thing now where i just have like this fenced in mining like this fenced in mine that i'm building mm -hmm. now nice you know? and i'm just kind of digging down until i run out of copper to find right and it's but the, the terraforming it's it's so crazy I can't believe that the terraform in this game has that it allows. Hey, thank you for the follow there, Clappy Von Trap. Great seeing you. Saw you over in Will's chat there earlier. He's a great guy, and uh, I should be able to see uh, him and him and Wes here tomorrow. They're going to be they're going to be doing their uh, two year anniversary for Game On. It's uh, going to be a great time. But uh, yeah, Danny, and I know you don't have Valheim, and i think last time i asked you the same question i'm just gonna ask you again the same question now it's at five million does this make you want to jump on does it make you want to i mean one i feel you... like it's like what's your price danny like, <laughs> pretty much like what's it gonna take danny right Jake on stream just like flashing some money on the screen like 
Yeah, and just the money's just going straight into Valheim <laughs> copies, and it just comes right at me. Yeah. Uh, honestly, the same thing that Wes said about Minecraft, and you know, it's it's one of those games where uh, I I I don't know. I just I don't have that that love to play those types of games, and it's not that you know it's a horrible game or that you know it's it, that I'm thinking it's a waste of time. It's just. I find it very hard for me to get into certain types, uh, certain genres of games, and but that's what. I, <clears throat> excuse me, that's the same thing I had with RPG games when I was younger. I, I didn't care for them. I didn't understand them. I thought they were too hard. And you know, now I'm just like this JRPG slash RPG like maniac. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like maybe one day I'll actually try it. Maybe like if I was over at your place or something, I'll play it for myself and see see if it's really good but like going back and you know we're talking about how the how you guys said that you know when you first saw it you weren't really happy with it uh you know drake 1985 says you know playing with friends is better than than what he was doing at mm-hmm. the beginning and that is the same thing that i find when i was like when i was playing monster hunter uh, monster hunter rise a demo basically uh, i was playing it by myself and you know it's it's great, but like Wes joined me on my channel the one time, and we played it together. And it's just like th- there's something when you're playing a game with friends, especially games like Valheim or, or Monster Hunter, where you do need to have that group support, like either fighting, uh, you know, in both games fighting an enemy or something. It's always great to be with friends. It just makes the game more fun mm-hmm. uh, and and interesting. So you know, it's great that Valheim not only had its single player mode, but also uh, as multiplayer and that and look at it it's 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 doing amazing numbers for for a game and for a game that's not 100 percent finished too so that's that's very impressive and it's still in the uh early access and and that's what's amazing to me is it's an early access game that has just been rocking the charts and i can't wait for more i honestly hope that they take a further page out of minecraft and that there is no final copy of the game and that they just continue working on adding more and adding more and adding more but we'll have to wait and see if that's a going to be a feasibility i i would hope so i really really hope so and there are ways to do it but we're gonna move on from valheim we love valheim it's an amazing amazing game and uh <laughs> can't get enough of it skull <laughs> but uh moving on though and this is going to be a nice one for me to talk about because hell yeah uh open world third person dungeons and dragons rpg is in development thank god finally it's one of those things that i've always pondered in that why wizards of the coast has not gone and thrown money behind making a good video game you guys have the franchise that created rpgs like everything in an RPG gives thanks to what Dungeons and Dragons and not even just D&D, but what those tabletop games did in terms of the dice rolls, in terms of your stats, your strength, your dexterity. I mean, all you do is when you play an RPG is you play a simulated version of a Dungeons and Dragons campaign every time, no matter what game, like every time you're playing Dragon Age, you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, you're playing Bravely Default. You're playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's, and for them to go in and take the actual IP of Dungeons and Dragons 
I'm excited. I used to play a lot of Neverwinter Nights and Neverwinter Nights 2, games that are kind of like that, uh, where you can play with friends, RPG-based games, and I really enjoyed it. Um, there's also a Dungeons & Dragons film. Katie's gym class! Woo! There she is! I was wondering where Katie has been. Where? Oh, we were just talking about this in our Discord. We're like, where, where's Katie been? Where's Katie's gym class? And there she is. Hey, Katie, how are you doing? Hope your night is going well. As I was saying there, though, we do have uh, Dungeons & Dragons film in the works, and they've got some really big names attached to this one. Have you guys been following this by chance? I follow all video game movies, so go ahead. You go ahead and say it. All right, so it's going to be in the works at Paramount, and it has Hugh Grant, Sophia Lillis, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, and Rige Jean Page. If all this sounds exciting, it is. It is Super exciting. Hugh Grant being on board. Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez. Obviously, Michelle Rodriguez is from the Fast and Furious franchise. Chris Pine being from Star Trek. And Hugh Grant's just an actor that everybody knows. If you don't know who Hugh Grant is, well, you should. Because he's in a lot of stuff. But that's... Ow. Danny, I'm going to throw this to you first. Uh, obviously, you've been following the video game movies. Are you excited for this one to come out? We're talking about the game, though, too. But uh, are you excited for the game? Uh, for me, like I, I like that style of uh, of games. I would probably have to see a little bit of it. Like I, I really haven't seen much of it. Like I, I know it's been announced. Um, but I'll definitely check it out for sure. It's being made by Hidden Path Entertainment, which worked with Valve in the creation of Counter Strike Global Offensive. So okay. I'm finding that a little awkward. Worrisome. You sound like yeah. you're worried. It's an RPG franchise. That's the only part that does. Um, but, I mean, beyond that, I think I think it's going to be a great game. I think that they've learned their lessons. And the quality that they've been putting out with anything attached to Dungeons & Dragons lately has just been off the top. And especially with this movie having such great people, I think, I think it's finally time that Dungeons & Dragons is in the spotlight and they're going to do things right. And it feels good. It feels good. I love Dungeons and Dragons. I love the worlds that are created out of it. I was just mentioning to uh, Sarian and her stream earlier, a uh, new person in our Discord, that uh, I managed to get a signed copy of my player's handbook or my player's guide for the Forgotten Realms by the man who made it himself. So that was uh, that was a huge, huge cool thing of mine. Uh, Wes, though, what, what, have you heard much about this game? And if so, if not, are you excited for it? I have heard nothing about this game. Uh, I I don't have like the the I, I have never played Dungeons and Dragons, so I don't have that that fondness for it or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, I mean, I like RPGs. If this is good, then I will I will likely play it. Um, but yeah, just just based on the name alone, it it it, it doesn't do anything for me. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, there's and the and you commented on the. You know the legacy of kind of everything spawning from that. Like, even other RPGs have have adopted that that combat system, dice rolls, and and that sort of thing. It, it you know happened under the scene or under the hood for that stuff. Um, you know, I am surprised that um, uh, what's his name, Joe Joe Manganiello, um, the actor, is not involved in this in some way since I he's know. A, a really big D and D dude. Um, Him and even Vin Diesel, both of them are. Uh, yeah, Vin are Diesel big guys. as well. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, maybe they just they don't want to go that route. I which you know I could get, but you know maybe they'll they'll just kind of have like little little bit parts, just little cameos. They show up and they, mm-hmm. you know, is there a red shirt in in D and D? Can they show up and die? Is that a thing? No. Uh, red shirt? Of course you can. Yeah. Or yeah, red shirt okay. in D and D and die? Yeah, like a like like Star Trek. You know, you always know which guy's gonna die and not uh. make it back because he's wearing the red shirt. Honestly, if you've ever just played an RPG game, like like I was saying, like. If you've played an RPG game, have you played Dragon Age? Oh yeah, that's an, yeah. that's a Dungeons and Dragons. I, I played ca- um, both of them. That's a Dungeons and Dragons campaign right there, like straight up. Have you ever played Divinity? Uh, that I haven't. I I okay. picked them up a couple weeks ago uh, when they were on sale. Uh, just haven't gotten around to to playing them yet. When you do, and I highly suggest that they're really really great games. I actually just finished up. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you do, it is a copy and paste pretty much of playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like okay. the combat okay. and everything is it's turn based. It's a turn based combat right. system. There's like an initiative roll you have to make. There's you're you're playing out a Dungeons and Dragons game. It's uh and I mean to the credit on that too, Larian Studios who developed those games is the Baldur's Gate three developer. Yeah, that's the that's Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it, I mean. I, I mean, it, it seems like the right fit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they've kind of touched back into the that, you know, e- e- just the rule set or just straight up calling it Dungeons and Dragons here and there. But they've never really had that that big like, hey, yeah, this is an awesome game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, hopefully this is the one because it, it you know it, it certainly deserves to have something. Yeah. I agree on that. Let's move on, though. Danny, this one is for you. We got some new Super Smash Bros. characters that are coming out, and that is Pyra and Mithra are now out. Tell me a little about about them. All right, so Pyra and Mithra are from the Xenoblade universe. Uh, they're from Xenoblade 2, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 that came out for the Switch. Uh, absolutely fantastic game. If nobody's played it, my God, you need to get right on that. Uh, but yeah, these two characters came out basically... It's a one character, but they can change throughout the game. So um, Mithra is the more powerful version. Basically, two split personalities to the character uh, in the game. They merge together and become like the ultimate, uh, the ultimate uh, human, if you want to put it that way, mm-hmm. or blade. But uh, yeah, so they got announced, uh, which was very shocking because I didn't expect it. I am so freaking happy because they're my favorite characters, and I can't wait to play them. I have not tried them yet. I'm supposed to play that. I downloaded it yesterday and I totally forgot. Well, uh, but your mic's cutting out a little bit there, buddy. Is it, is it cutting out a little bit? Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, but like I said, it, there are two awesome characters that get added to this ever-growing, um, you know, she's uh, Super Smash Brothers uh, roster, which is incredible. They they've gotten some characters I did not expect that would come in. Especially a lot of the third-party characters, but like with Pyra and Mithra being it, and being one one of my favorite games of all time, it's 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 great that I can actually play those characters. You know, we got Sephiroth, we got you know so many other amazing characters, and uh, you know there's there's a lot of people who who don't. All right, so basically, a lot of people are really upset with how many uh, sword wielding wielding characters are in this game. Now, uh, you know, they're, they're criticizing the creator of, uh, of Smash Brothers Ultimate and saying that, you know, this is his decisions on the characters. Uh, and it really isn't. This is up to Nintendo. 
he's basically the guy who gets the information and throws him in there. Yep. He has he does not have no control over that. But uh to me, honestly, like I, I don't mind that they getting more characters in it. I, I I love how there's more people coming to it. But let's just say that right now the roster for that game is huger than most um most fighting games. So I, I'm very excited. I, yeah, it's it's absolutely huge. And I can go on all day talking about Pyra and Mithra and the uh, Xenoblade universe, but I, I'll pass it on for now. I, I, I actually... I, I, so this is, like, this is the second character pass that they've done? Or, like... Yep, the second yep. one. DLC pass? Yep. Uh, and they've got, what, two more, I think? Three more characters. Three more characters? Do you, A, do you, do you think they do an... Like, do you think they keep going? I think they already announced that they have a third pack coming. Have they? Okay. Yeah, it, it's going to go on for a while, and I'm sure that we're going to see a lot more characters pop in there. They, they, Sorry, they, go ahead, they had mentioned, uh, the director had, or yeah, the director behind it had mentioned that making Smash Bros. Ultimate, you know, they almost hinted like this would be the last one. I don't know if it's going to be necessarily the last one, but... I think for the Switch it is. I think it's a one and done for the Switch. This will be the only one that we see on the Switch. And I it's think always, that... it's always ever one for every console. Yeah, and there's never been two. Well, yeah, and I mean, just with how the, the just how the Switch is going to be so long and 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 lasting, they're gonna stretch this. I, I think they're gonna go up to four or five packs. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they manage to do some some sort of port, just taking Ultimate and just moving it forward. And like that's just it from now on. It's just Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Because I think that we're starting to get into some big problems with games where the like that progression forward, you, you end up losing a bunch. And it, it almost doesn't feel like an upgrade at times. It almost feels like a downgrade comparatively to the last one. It's like, yeah, I got better graphics, but I, I lost half of the game modes and half the characters I had in the last one. Ultimate obviously standing out kind of being that difference. But, I mean, going forward, like from where Ultimate is, how can you come out and make another... Super Smash Bros. game that does not include as many characters as Ultimate does at this point in time. Like, yeah, I mean, you've for, set the bar like a the bar is here. Yeah, from like a fan standpoint, yeah, yeah, you you are setting that bar. Oh. Yeah, you're saying this is what we can do. Look at what we can do. We've got a hundred champions. Oh, okay, so if I get fifty, I'm pissed. <laughs> Which is <laughs> like I I play a lot of fighting games. <laughs> the idea of 50 characters in a fighting game for me is like gold mine. It's it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's it's intimidating. Mm -hmm. It is. You know, like like I play a lot of Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Street Fighter's got a, a lot of characters. It's it's got yeah. getting up to 40 ish characters, um, and that's a lot. You know, that's a lot to kind of keep in mind as you're playing the game of like okay, this is what this person can do, and this is where they can do it from. Okay, now I need to worry about this. and it's That's a lot. Bra know? Brandon Balls in the chat says, yeah, if you're going to make a game uh, after you make a game called Ultimate, it has to be more Ultimate-her. Exactly. So <laughs> it's got it's to have go those bells and whistles, right? So, you, you can't go back. The bar's been set. And, I mean, it's, uh, it's video games, the video game. Like that. I, I, I honestly, I never know what to expect when they have a character announcement because it, like, it's reached the point where it's like, this could be anybody. Really? Yeah. Is Master yeah. Chief coming? Is, you know, 
are we getting Doom Guy? Is Scorpion and Sub Zero showing up? Like, I, who knows? Well, I can see with the collaborations, like you know, with with the Switch, we have something that we haven't had on any other console. We're having a lot of third party support that mm-hmm. uh, was not there. So these characters coming out, yeah, we could have Scorpion, Sub Zero, Mortal Kombat 11s on the system. Uh, we could have Ori and uh, and the Wisp. We we yep. could have anybody. That is what is making not only the Switch uh, great, but in Smash is is all these games are finally coming out to a console that was uh, deemed inferior uh, from the past uh, the past generations, right? So it, I mean, it's me- a great thing about it. On, right? Brian Abal says they should put Wes in Smash with Steampunk Wes as an alternative costume. I'll take it. I, I I'll would... take it. Send me my invite. Sakurai, where is it? Shut up and take my money. Yeah. This comes right at him. I have the game. I haven't bought any of the DLC because I, I, I tried to play online and it was not a fun experience. So I, I just didn't continue with it. But mm-hmm. um, Yeah, know, that's, that's the only game that I can do. say. Like the online is like I, I play uh, like a lot of Splatoon two online for my own show, and every time I come back and play Smash Brothers for a community night, or, you know, for my own shows, there's always that trouble of having an online match, and I don't understand what the difference between the two of them is. It's it's one of those things where it's like Smash is is such a huge property, such a great game like they they really need to patch up that online so that we can actually be able to have a full you know match go without any problems mm-hmm. it would be nice i i mean i we could get into the weeds of of what they could and should do yeah um, and they're thick the systems kind of hampered by not having an ethernet port on it so yeah not everyone's going to be wired yeah and that, you know, it, it makes a big difference in a fighting game. If I, you're, you're playing against someone on Wi-Fi. I wonder if they may or may not come out down the road with a new Switch dock, especially with this rumored Switch Pro so heavily in development, rumored to be coming out soon, if it will include an Ethernet cable to address that or not. Hopefully. But hopefully. Moving on, we got our last one of the night tonight, and it's been a bit of a controversy. Uh, the Hogwarts Legacy lead developer has now quit following the controversy that rose up over his YouTube page. The lead designer, known as Troy Levitt, has left the developer Avalanche Studios, who worked on Mad Max. Uh, I think it was Mad Max game they worked on. Uh, <clears throat> surrounding the controversy of his YouTube channel. Uh, about two weeks ago, there was a journalist. His name is Liam Robertson. He pointed out that this designer has had some videos uploaded on his channel that are kind of, especially on certain subjects, uh, very problematic, very, you know, cringy, um, and obviously in a disagreement. He expressed a lot of support for the Gamergate movement, and he downplayed a little high-profile cases of sexual harassment, among other things. So he has now said on Twitter uh, the following one. I have made a decision to part ways with Avalanche Software. I have nothing but good things to say about the team, the dev team, and Warner Brother Games. Two. I will be releasing a YouTube video about this soon on my channel. So you will, right? And <laughs> when I saw that line, I was like, "Wow!" Like, cash you, in while you can. You know how to plug, right? You know, I'll be. Uh, yeah, you, you guys want to see controversy? Hear my opinions on my YouTube channel coming up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, controversy. 
I'll give you controversy. You want you guys want to uh, talk now? It's kind of interesting because he did say that when he got signed on with Warner Brother Games, he had shown them the contents of his YouTube channel and that they were not of uh, any. Uh, they didn't find it too significant enough to really do anything about it. They didn't find it was too much of an issue, but obviously this has been brought up and, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting where the, the apparent publisher, Warner Brother Games and even the Avalanche Studios team, cause he was actually working with, uh, he was on Disney Infinity Squad for a while, but it's interesting to me that there's like they weren't the ones to do it that he was and i I, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on this Wes. uh i mean i i I, first of all i I have to say just how much i feel for the team that's working on this game because like not only is there this situation but they have to deal with jk rowling's name being attached to this regardless of, Mm -hmm. of whether or not she's on the box or anywhere like that like you know her public statements over the last couple years regarding transgendered people have been um i mean yeah i'll I'll, I'll repeat it problematic um, yeah reprehensible um and so like they have to work that through as well like they have to deal with that regardless and to have this other thing on top of it where you know, one of the the designers is is supporting a, a GamerGate uh, is a whole other thing that they just did not need. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, those people are working hard to try and make a, a you know a great game. And I'm not a, a Harry Potter fan or anything like that. And it, but like, yeah, every time I, that thing comes up, that the you know these things pop into my mind and i'm like i can't divorce this game from these things mm-hmm. anymore like it, it just i can't um and you know i i don't know how you get around that i don't know what you do it must be like, rather taxing on the development team to have that kind of weight i, I feel it's like a weight and mm-hmm. uh it, it, man it's it's gotta wreck their morale it's gotta it has got to break that cohesiveness that's going on there and make things difficult, regardless, however hard you try to ignore it. Yeah, I, just... I mean, passion can only take you so far through this, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and and these are these are people who who you know love making games, love the you know games themselves, and and, and likely a lot of them love this franchise. There's a lot of people that do. Um, and yeah, I, I, I can only imagine that when this news broke, it was like, just like, just a collective sigh of like, one more thing. We, we did not need this thing as well. You know? Um, and, and yeah, so I, I, I feel for them. That like, the, I, I, like, I really don't know how you, how you work around this. You know, they, they've, they've come out and they've said, said some things regarding kind of like, uh, what you'll have as as options for your character in the game, mm-hmm. which are are great. You know, they they sound like they're making you know good solid choices that are meant to say, hey, we don't agree with with some of the things that that these people have said. Yeah, specifically um, pointed out there to your credit is the transgender inclusiveness on the characters, and something else I think we talked about here. I'm not sure we have so many conversations all over the place uh, here, but. It had had been about kind of the development of characters and like the character creation and how 
when you're making games that have the ability to customize your character you just at this point in time you've got to make it all out you've got to allow that customization to make people be who they want to be you know how they want their character to look everything you know there's there's, let let everyone be represented yeah if you're going to make customizable characters let me make myself regardless of who i am yep you know and you know and, uh, and, and while it was great to hear them announce this, you know, it, it was kind of like, you know what, I look forward to the day when it just, you know, it's, it's not announced characters. It's yeah, it's it's not a it's not a, a thing that you really need to talk about because yeah. it's just it's just what you do. You know, I look forward to that. But, you know, good on them for at least trying to come out and separate themselves from it. Mm-hmm. No, 100 percent. It's uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. And yeah. I, I suppose yeah, this guy really will uh, be having a bunch of people over to his YouTube page, but uh, oh yeah, I'm sure he's found himself some some new fans, which uh, new fans, new supporters. Danny, what are your thoughts on him before we wrap things up? Uh, yeah, it's okay. That game is basically one of the most uh, anticipated games. I I have people who are dying to get a hold of that game, and this just kind of pushes it back. Whether or not it's gonna you know, have a negative impact on the uh, completion of it or not. It's one of those things to be seen. And like you guys are saying, is you know, if you're going to have customization, then, mm-hmm. you know, you have, to, you have to, you know, cater to everyone. And that's, that's the point of customization. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, th- this guy and his YouTube channel, you have, like, there's nothing I can say about that because, you know, he's, he is going to have certain people following him and stuff like that's that's just the way the society works there's the uh there's a you know the the people that follow what he's saying there's people that are against it uh and you know that like i said that's what that's society and that's how our society works but yeah it's gonna it's gonna be one of those things to keep an eye on and see if they will be able to uh to recover from this or if it's gonna affect uh, you know, the effects what's going to happen with the game or not. Yeah. Nothing's really been said, right? This is this is Warner Brothers' decision now. They're going to have to uh, make sure that uh, everything runs smoothly. That's it's one of their flagship franchises, so they got to be very careful. Yeah, like Age Gym Class says in the chat there. Like you said in the stream, didn't need that. With, didn't need that with new games coming out. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that she was getting onto uh, what you were, we were talking about there, Wes, with it not needing to be an announcement. You know, it's you know. We need to we need to get to that point where it's it's just it, it's a thing, it's just it just is because it is and it's not it's not a big deal because there's no deal to be made about it. It's yeah. you know that um, and I like I I feel like I I need to point out as well like it, it, just in in sort of touching on something Danny said there with you know a lot of people being excited about this game. There's nothing wrong with being excited about this game. You can <laughs> absolutely be hyped and excited to play this game and be absolutely critical of you know the the people behind mm-hmm. the the or at, at least you know tangentially involved in this sort of thing to you know and and their views you just just buying this game does not mean that you support what they're saying no um mm-hmm. you're just you're in an awful sort of spot where you know you don't agree with what they're saying but a purchase is supporting that person financially and that's yeah it's it's a hard spot to be in you know like it's you know you 
like like I said, like you can love something and be and be critical of it. Those, well, those two are not mutually exclusive things. Blind support, I think, is the worst form of support. You know, and it's you, you need to be critical of of yeah. anything that you're 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 being a part of. And you know, I mean, history has taught us that. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, the game Harvest Legacy, the studio avalanche is able to move on and get past this because it, it's too much of a drag I, I can only imagine i know you work on a, on a team west and i can only imagine what would happen if you know something went wrong in the office and there's that there's that black hole sitting there if, if you we know, had like, this sort of thing in the office yeah it would be no. yeah it would be really tough I, I, to deal with. I, I just imagine it heavy it just it, it makes the workplace heavy you just what's it going to be today you know what's 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 happening today yeah it adds that other like you like you said it's a weight like you know you're going in trying to, to sort of get those creative juices flowing and, and or resolve technical problems right. and, and really kind of like throw your your heart and soul you know blood sweat and tears and all that into this into this thing because you think people will love it and you know people on the outside are just making it harder for you yeah and and, yeah it's it's a shitty situation for that for that dev team and like you said too and like there's so many people on the team that and i imagine there's so many harry potter fans on that team that just want to make an awesome harry potter game and you know again it's you know i you know probably 100 percent on the team maybe 100 percent. you know they can't say 100 percent, but i guarantee you on the team it's they they don't care about jk rowling they care about harry potter they care about the Hogwarts legacy, you know, like yep. right with the name of the game, but that has wrapped it up here for tonight, folks. We are uh, a couple minutes over our time here on play to player. It has been a pleasure as always chatting with you gentlemen, discussing the weekly gaming news and just hearing your thoughts on it all. So we, uh, yeah, likewise, yeah. always a good time. Monday is always a lot of fun. It, it, it goes by too quick. Almost. I find <laughs> you know, it's, it's like we, we get chatting, we get chatting and boom, it's like, Oh, it's 10 Oh five. Okay. Well, I guess yeah, time to every week I'm like, oh, should the show be a little longer? But then there's a part of my head that's like, oh man, that sounds like a slippery slope to right? us suddenly <laughs> doing like a three hour show. Three hours later. Oh, what time? Oh, shit. Okay, it's midnight. Okay. We got... I got work in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I've thought it too. It's like, oh, we have so much to talk about. But yeah, I think that one hour is a sweet spot. The sweet spot for us here. But. Thank you to everybody for tuning in, supporting us, be able to catch us and take us on the road with you with on your favorite podcast source. You can download the episode that we'll be putting out. This one will be on the uh, your favorite podcast sources probably within about two or three days. So look for the upload there and YouTube the same. We appreciate everyone out there stopping by, tuning in and showing the love. And again, it's great as always chatting with you guys, Danny, Wes. Next Monday, you guys can catch us from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time back here on the Nerdy Northerners channel discussing the weekly gaming news that you don't want to miss out on. Because if you do, well, then you start falling behind. And you got to know. You got to be in the know. That's what we like to do. We got like being in the know. To keeps you informative. So You don't want to miss out, right? No. There's, I mean, all these goodies. Like, like everything that happened <laughs> today. like uh, There's always just, something every week. Just imagine yeah. You yeah, would, something new. Yeah, someone's out there going. Oh no! You would have I missed out. Missing out, right? You would have missed out Shit. on a banana controller, and yeah, that's yeah. A, that was the highlight of the show today. That's a big oh, fucking absolutely. deal. That's a big yeah. fucking deal. It, it, the it ability is. to play with two oranges it is a great deal. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do I, I don't. I don't. 
That's just stupid marketing. Well, I'm mean, like, 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 this is orange. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to do it. <laughs> I just, I don't know how you could control with oranges. Sure. What if I had like, I'm not. You know what? I'm not even gonna go. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you know what? I could take this in so many directions right now. I almost feel it. I'm just not. I'm just not. I almost feel like you were gonna go with. Uh, what if I, I had containers of milk? Is what I'm saying and. I can't think of another container. There's probably another word for that, but I j I don't know what it is right now. I thought you were gonna go with coconuts, and I mean, I could, yeah, I, could. I was gonna be like, oh, yeah, we're we're playing right into the song. This can go eh? any this can go any direction. What if yeah, oh. if it was just a penis. Oh no, they're gonna be able to play with cucumbers. Yeah, that's the next <laughs> sure, that's the next sure. stage. And bananas. What well, bananas? Uh, bananas right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much. A banana, a couple oranges, you got yourself some buttons and a joystick. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it. Before we do <laughs> thank you, folks, for tuning in. We will see you next Monday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the Northerners. Take care, folks.